This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello, do you know what, I probably started talking then before my mic unmuted, I'll go again. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. Saturday was the first day our new manager, Danny Krull, I think I got that right, took his place in the dugout in charge of Sheffield Wednesday. Ultimately, our first game ended in defeat, but did we see any improvement as to what has happened in the previous 11 games? Was there plenty of positives? Was it a penalty? How long do we stick in this tenure and how long do we give it? Join us tonight with Stevie, Charlie and Simon to make sense of it all. Stevie, how was your weekend? All right, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great, mate. I had a, had, a, had a wonderful weekend down in the big smoke. Um, didn't end up spending too much money whatsoever. Um, had uh, a wonderful evening out with my daughter, but yeah. Also went to the uh, to the ladies' football, right? To, uh, to see the Chelsea women. Yeah, I did. It's it's half term, um, and I got the tickets. I think I mentioned last week. Got the tickets last, late last um, last week to to get down to Watford. So I thought I'd make a weekend of it. Um, as it happens, my wife generally manages to sort out uh, cheap hotels which is another story um so we made a, a point of staying over for the night and uh, got to go down to king's meadow and see chelsea play brighton which was i'll tell you what was a really good experience yeah you it was a highlight of the weekend. <laughs> i'm not surprised so uh with me as well i've got i've got simon and charlie simon how was your weekend all right pal no, it was really good. Really good. Had a, my my. It's just me and Joanne this weekend because my son has gone away on holiday with his girlfriend's family. So I went. To, I left Joanne by herself. and went to Watford on Saturday. That was all good. 
made, a, made a proper weekend of it. What about oh, you, yes. Kelly? How was your weekend? Yeah, good. Yeah, I had the last night of our show that was on at the library. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been treading the boards of late, uh, haven't you? I mean, uh, is it is it the last show tonight we're recording this, or I've already missed it? Is it too late for me to advertise it for you now? It's far too late. Yeah, uh, early for the next one, but uh, yeah, I finished on Saturday. <laughs> so uh, tell, tell nice. us all about it. What you've been doing? Who you've been playing? What you what you've been doing? So we've just done a version of A Christmas Carol, uh, where it was all done by five of us. Um, One of my uh, parts was Ghost of Christmas Present, um, but like a Cockney Tart version of it. So that was great. Used all my many talents and accents. I had to do the voice, many voices, singing, dancing, wigs, everything I'm terrible at. So uh, yeah, stunning. (laughs) <laughs> really well for me. It's, it sounds like the way I do this show because I don't know if you know listeners uh, I record this through the day on a Sunday and I play all four characters uh, it's just really <laughs> good <laughs> really good prosthetics but when I play Stevie it'll raise a few eyebrows that's why I've not told anybody before you know what I mean <laughs> I, I, I'm really pushing your range doing me is a yeah, real yeah. range pusher isn't it yeah, it's yeah. like Robert Downey Jr <laughs> yeah ex- exactly like that exactly like that so I, I tell you what then Simon you went through uh you went down the game tell, tell us about it tell us about your weekend let's let's get let's get into the game itself as well it was, it, yeah yeah i went down with ash uh we all piled in his car went down um second time to watford last time was when atty scored last minute and we stopped them winning uh the league bournemouth did um Obviously, Danny's first game, so we wanted to see. He'd been in charge what four days. We just wanted to see what, if, uh, how it would pan out. And you know what? Despite the result, I was happy. Yeah, I think I think I, think I was happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Steve, saw Steve down there. Um, we saw him before the game in the spoons, and then he was just literally Classic. sat to one side of us. And uh, I think Steve is in the same uh, thoughts as well. But uh, yes, I think we might be on to a winner. But obviously, one swallow doesn't make a summer. <laughs> Not just yet. Not just <laughs> yet. Now, now, Charlie, I assume you were probably rehearsing at this point, weren't you? When when the game was on, I'm going to stitch you up here now, well, aren't I? Well, caught. I caught snatches of it. I must admit, I got it on in my pocket. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree. I think the bits, the bits I saw. I think, I think three points flattered them a little bit. You know, same, same old story into it. Like you know, their first shot on target went in, and and it, and it was poor from us in that instance. But it'd be it'd be wrong to say that there wasn't you know huge improvements. And I think I saw somebody say on Twitter like. You know, these are the same. Some of these are the same players that we've just seen under the previous manager, and every single one of them, I would say, well, all but one. Um, but certainly, all of the new ones that are coming that played were like different players under this this management. Obviously, it's early days, but yeah, definitely much much better. It's interesting you mentioned that actually. So I've got the lineup ready to go here. So we we had we had Dawson in goal. Uh, and then we have Valentin Iorfa, Diaby, Femewo, Masaba, Hendrik, Bannon, Buckley, Patterson, Windass. Now, given the, you know, the vitriol that uh, it's Hendrik's been getting online, isn't it? Uh, you know, I'm, I was surprised to see him in there. Another start for Dawson. Uh, that, that, that's that's two on the bounce. Uh, and Paul Valentin as well getting in. Now, Stevie, did you did you see an improvement on the new faces that we've got there? I mean, Charlie Charlie points out there that a few of them were like. Well, like new dining, like we say, when someone's been injured for ages. I mean, did you did you see that when on on the field? Um, I think it's difficult. It is a really difficult one because 
the ones that have played today, the ones that are there, that were there, sorry, played on Saturday, the ones that were there, have all shown at various points something. You know, Valentin showed something. Um, I think it was in the League Cup, I believe, against Mansfield. He looked, he, he looked like a player. And I know that that was against a lower league opposition, but they've acquitted himself relatively well and nobody else did. Um, Diaby is flat to deceive at times. I thought he played quite well against Leeds, but there have been other times where he's played poorly. Um, Masaba is, is is something of an enigma to me in the sense that he seems to have something about him. And I know that Blair, when he's on, will rave about him. Um, he's not yet convinced me. I think the one of the ones that were there, and it's a little bit perverse saying it, out of the ones, and I'm just looking now, there's what four or five of them that have played on Saturday. I think the one that's come out with most credit is probably Hendrick, just for the yep. reason that you said he was the one that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, two weeks ago could get in the bin. And, you know, the Newcastle fans have been saying he, he's he's not a player, he's poor, he's, he's bringing nothing to it. Um, and I've not seen anything to convince me that he should be getting a start of a Vauxhall um, buyers necessarily. But obviously the, the new regime have come in and decided to, 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 to put him in there. Um, and I think of the players that we were talking about here in terms of the new guard or the new regime, if you like, of those new starters that played on Saturday. I think he's the one not didn't stand out in terms of his performance, but the one that offended less or had offended more previously has, has come out on Saturday and done a little bit better than he had previously, whereas the other ones at various points shown me something previously. I mean, Hen- Hendrick's interesting, isn't he, Simon? Because cause bear in mind as well, like, this is a player that Newcastle signed to play Premier League football. So someone has identified that there's a player in there, right? And maybe this new, like Steve puts it, this new regime might might get a bit of a tune out of what we expected him to be. Um, He couldn't get any worse than he'd already had been previously. <laughs> So, mate, I I would have preferred to see Byers in there. Everybody knows I'm a Byers fanboy anyway. Um, even with he, that moustache. Even with the moustache. Um, he, he, he was better than he has been. He still wasn't brilliant. Um, and uh, I would have preferred to see Byers in there. And, and we really did, obviously, he came in, I think, Byers, what, last 10 minutes, Steve? Was it last 10 mm-hmm. minutes when he came on, Byers? Mm. Um, and then obviously by which point we're one nil down and, and there wasn't a great deal more anybody else, else could do. But I, I would still pick Byers over him. He, he isn't better than Byers. He had a bit of a better game than what he played before, but what's that comparing it against? You know, it's, yeah. it, it was okay. Sorry. <laughs> it was okay. Fair enough. Now, Charlie, are, are you like me? You know when these... Um... You know, because the numbers don't match up anymore like, like they did when I was a kid. Do you, do you look at these uh, team sheets when they get released and go, who's playing where? I, do, <laughs> <laughs> I just see a list of names now. It all just blurs into me and I can't, I can't work that out. I can't, Absolutely, I can't work that out. I think pretty much, particularly from 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 with Cisco as well, like you know where it was, it was always so round and about. I find myself scrutinising it more than I think I normally would. Like uh, mm-hmm. particularly because, let's be honest, this entire season, we've not really seen any consistent starting eleven. Like we, we've not, we've not got. Oh yeah, that's the winning team. So you know where you're going to be week in, week out. So yeah, it was. Um, 
I suppose while we may not have a lot of time on our side, like at a certain point, it's going to, you know, we are going to be running out of time. We do still need to recognise that new gaffers come in. He needs to find out who his, you know, mm-hmm. golden boys are and fair enough. Um, I was... I was 50% surprised to see it. I would say the lineup as well. I was like, it, it was, it was not kind of the classic OG that we saw when Thompson's 11 went out the other week. But at the same time, there was a few faces in there that I was, I was a bit like, really? Like again, Hendrick and Everbyers, I was like, mm. but you know, we don't see them at training. And the only way that he's going to say what they can do is, is by getting them out there. So um, yeah. It- it makes you wonder what Volks was doing in training to not get picked. I mean, he, he was one of our better players last season. He must be absolutely George Best in it in. Now, He's just backflipping so, in the wings, I think. He? He's just practicing his, uh, his gymnastics. Well, the, the, well, Stevie, there was there was one omission there uh, that, that kind of surprised me a little bit, and it was for Maywell coming in at, uh, at left-back. Because I, I feel looking at that, I feel like it was a bit of a 4-4-2. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys disagree. You know, you, you, two, you two were there. You can you could probably see it. But I felt it was a 4-4-2 from what I could see. Um, but uh, for Maywell at left-back over Reese James, I mean, come on now. Would Reese James have done better? Where's Marvin Johnson? What is happening? <laughs> Um, it's 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 that whole benchitis, as Charlie's christened it, isn't it? It doesn't matter. If Reese James goes in and he doesn't put in a performance, you know, we're, 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 we're arguing the other side, aren't we? We're talking about Femewo should have played in that position. Um, is Femewo a natural left-back? No. Um, is Reese James the natural answer to the left-back position at this level? I'd have to say maybe not. Um, and that's the problem. We're, we're arguing for people to go in to play where we've not seen anything of them to, to sort of say, well, yeah, he should be playing left-back. Reese James should be playing. But we're only saying that because for Maywell was potentially, jumping forwards a little bit, potentially questionable over his involvement with the goal that we've conceded. I thought mm-hmm. Maywell played all right, to be honest with you. We, 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 he was hung out to dry a little bit by the players around him. And he didn't. Yeah. The, what didn't help for Maywell on Saturday was the fact that we got Bambo, and that wasn't a criticism of Bambo because he was more on than off on Saturday, if that makes sense. Because he's had some off days. He, he he didn't offend me necessarily on Saturday, although there were a couple of things that he did where I thought mm, that's a bit shit. Um, but we he was definitely exposed by Buckley playing in front of him um, more so in the second half because I think Buckley's legs went, and there were times where whilst for Maywell looked awkward in the first half. He managed to have his, his physicality, his strength, his size, meant that he could regroup and come back. And, and we, we defended quite well in the first half. It was just, you got to a, a sort of a 65, 70 minute point and we started to look tired. And the players that looked more tired were, for Maywell did look tired, to be honest with you, but Buckley in front of him um, hung him out to dry. And so that naturally leads to that clamour of Reese James should have played. Um, there's nothing to say that Reese James would have been any better. In, in Steve, my opinion. Steve, Steve, did you find I felt that Buckley played too central in the first half? So Fem, Fenwu was doing two roles. He was virtually playing left back and then left midfield because there were many times where he was up the park trying to put a ball in and Buckley was nowhere to be seen. There was a huge, vast space on the left hand side. <clears throat> I, I, I to cover, cover Tom Ince as well, wasn't he, on that side? And I, Buckley was giving him very little cover to help him out. I agree. I agree with you to an extent. Um, 
but this goes back to Dan's point of it being, was it a 4-4-2? And if it was a 4-4-2, forgive me, I don't know if I know enough about Buckley. And every time I say Buckley, I want to say Jeff Buckley, not John Buckley. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's a central midfielder being deployed on the left-hand side, and that's why he naturally drifted in. I don't know what his experience of playing out left, wide left was. And I, I, I wonder if, and I don't have the answers, I don't know, um, nobody will, as, as the manager set up to say, we're going to play 4-4-2, and you are the person best suited to play on the left, but naturally you drift in. Um, I think I mentioned it on the chat Saturday night and, and, and I've, I've, I've posted something about the fact that I'd seen enough on the sideline of the manager to know that he wasn't happy. Um, mm. And every time things were happening in front of him on the dugout, he was calling for players to come across and he was gesticulating with his arms and he, he's, he's a very animated person, isn't he? And if you look back on the um, on the highlights, which I have done very briefly, um, Ishmael in their dugout is literally standing, whereas Danny Rule is arms all over the place, calling people over. Yeah. He wasn't happy with what he saw on Saturday, and we may very well get to that later on. But I, I, I take your point. I, th- I thought for me, I was like very exposed by Buckley's tendency to drift in, but I don't know if that was an instruction, a style of play, um, an ethos that we were trying to, to trying to to sort of impart in terms of our strategy. But I was all right with the way that we played on Saturday, largely because it was a, a definite improvement on the previous 11, 12 games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, let, let's get into it, because I'm going to put you all on the spot here now, just by one simple question. I'll come to you first, Simon. That were a penalty, wasn't it? It weren't. Oh, man. Uh, uh, man, uh, when we was right in front of us, right in front of us, and uh, we all went penalty. When he went down, it was penalty. Um, obviously, watching it back, hindsight, watching it back, I've seen them given, I've seen them not given. It wasn't a penalty, <laughs> you know. But the thing was, prior to that, I think it was, oh, shit. Who was it now? Got I think it was Bannon. Got taken out. Proper two-footer challenge taken out about 10, 15 minutes before. Referee missed it. And the same linesman missed it as well. And then the linesman overturned the penalty. So are you thinking, and there was no foul given on the two-footer challenge on Bannon, and you just thought to yourself, how many times right, guy? How many times have we seen a penalty overturned by a referee? How many times? It doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen. You know, it doesn't happen. If this, it had been on the screen, it would have done. No, it wasn't a penalty. But I've seen many given that weren't penalties in the past as well. You know, you get your rub of your green. We didn't get the rub of the green. Fuck it, we lost, didn't we? So, but... <laughs> Charlie, what, what about you? What, what do you think on the whole penalty thing? Sam's <sighs> brought a valid point up there because I, I, I actually can't remember the last time I saw one be overturned that wasn't no. VAR. It, it, it haunts back to was it was it Gregory was it was it was it Byers had that that lovely goal at yeah. Hillsborough and he had another look at on our wasn't you know our Plymouth? VAR on the big screen. It, it was Plymouth, wasn't it? How, was it? Yeah, Plymouth? and it, yeah. It, it, Twitch. I can't no, it was Plymouth. Plymouth. I'm sure it was Plymouth. It was Plymouth. Yeah. We, it was yeah. a lovely, oh, we had a lovely goal chalked off for, <laughs> and and it's it, it yeah it doesn't happen outside of of the the Premiership other than at Sheffield Wednesday. So I think for me it was like I must admit when I first saw it I was like yeah it's a penalty it's a desperate challenge that he's put in and then you look back and you go no it probably wasn't but the thing is is if if the ref's instinct was to give it 
it should have stood. And for me, the, it wasn't just so much the linesman coming in and giving his two penneth, because that actually came a good couple of minutes after all the players had crowded around and, and bloody whined on about it. And I thought, actually, they've took the piss. He should have just been like, no, I said it's a penalty. Shut your face. Get out of my way put the ball down and take it. He let that go on long enough for people to start going, oh, well, right, and then and then overturn it. And that, for me, it totally changed. It, you know, it could have it could have totally changed the game. Obviously, I'd have been fuming if it went against us. Of course I would, but they didn't. So, <laughs> and that, what, that is the rule, right? That's yeah, no, the rule. Please, please punish <laughs> us with the rule book. We're very, you know, <laughs> Jeffrey Wednesday famously are always bending the rules to our own Basically. benefit. So, and we, and we constantly get away with all that rule always, bending. Always, not a day <laughs> goes by <laughs> where we don't bend rules. Scoundrels. Your little blue and white scamps, go on with yourselves. No, he should have. He gave it. It should have stood. Uh, and who knows where we'd have been now? But hey ho. Well, we'd, we'd have had another point on the board. We'd have got a, a, you know a quarter of our points on the uh, on the board, and we'd have got six goals instead of five. Uh, I mean, Stevie, are you quite pragmatic about it? I mean, Charlie's right. There was a lot of time between the, uh, and I'm going to use the term referee's assistant because his job is there too assist the referee, right? I mean, it's the time, isn't it, that kind of makes it a bitter pill to swallow, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's it's the histrionics of, of Watford because I think the, 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 the unknown quantity, the thing we'll never know is would the line, sorry, referee's assistant, would the assistant referee have identified or gone to the referee and said, you've made a mistake if Watford hadn't a crowd around him? crowded mm-hmm. around him and I think that's the only thing that sticks with me um I have no arguments at the time I thought it was a ridiculous decision I'll say it um I was maybe five meters to the left of where Simon and Ash were so my angle although we were close my angle was different and I clearly saw him take the ball um funnily enough just anecdotally um He's seen it I've He's seen it uh, yeah, uh, anecdotally, I've gone back and listened to the I follow commentary from John Pearson. Uh, I don't know if it was Rob O'Neill, and that Im- immediately one of them says, "I'm going to say it quietly because we're in front of Watford fans. That's not a penalty." And then in the time <laughs> they said that, and then in the time it's taken for them to reverse it and go to the corner, by the time they've given the corner, they've both gone, "Oh my God, how they not given a penalty? It's an absolute ridiculous decision." <laughs> <laughs> if you go back and look at the highlights on the YouTube channel, that's literally what happens. So they Amazing. changed their minds on the commentary itself. But he, he played the ball. It was a it was a it was a poor decision by the referee. Um, if I was a neutral, would I actually be applauding him for having the the stones to stand up and say, right, I've got it wrong? But it's that sticking point of he's given it, and what has happened for him to then go to the assistant referee for the the assistant referee to overturn? Would he have gone there if nobody had said anything? Would the would the liner um, have turned around and gone, mate? You've made a mistake here. I don't, I don't think anybody will ever know that, and that's the frustration. Um, and as Charlie had said, if it had gone the other way, we'd we'd have been up in arms. So I've I've, I've no qualms about that. I've no no crawl. Bottom line, we'd have fucking missed it anyway, wouldn't we? <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. <laughs> The, the ironic thing is, Simon was talking about the last time he went to Watford. It's been a number of years since I went to Watford. And the, the irony is that I went to I went to a game where Nicholas Alexanderson scored. We celebrated. They kicked off and Mark Kennedy slotted one in the bottom corner within about 40 seconds of us scoring, which is a shorter amount of time 
than the Watford players were surrounding the referee. And it took, and it took the, you know what I mean? And it took uh, the time for the Lino to overturn the uh, the penalty decision. But, you know, I, it's a difficult line to tread in it because I like, I like the game being right. And it seems weird being aggrieved at the right decision being made, doesn't it? It's. Uh, I, think, I think the problem was, Dan, leading up to that, the referee made some really poor decisions. There'd been some really horrible, niggly fouls. I think... Um, uh, I don't, don't know what his name is. Is it Portus? Portus? Portus. He properly. I don't know who. I can't remember who it was he tackled, but it was nasty. And he went up to the referee. Referee pulled his card out and he was in his face. And the new rules, we were all saying it, Ash, yeah. Steve, the new rules are you're off. Absolutely. And it, and it was proper in his face. And he just bottled it. He just bottled it. It was the halfway line, the halfway line, wasn't it? He's he's cleared him out on the halfway line. And Ash has come over at half time and said to me, he said, do you think that's a red? And I was like, no, it's not a red. He said, I'm asking you if you think it's a red, not for one red card. Should that not be two yellows? Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. It was because that's the rules now. The way he went. and, and, And they were like that all the way through. Horrible niggly tackles, some nasty ones. Like I said, that two-footed one on Bannon that was just left. Referee just played on. And 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 then leading up to that, obviously, that then made the turnover of the penalty really stick in the throat because of what had gone on previously. Yes, well, he was I- right, but it really stank at the but time. It yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, actually. So what I did, I uh, I got ready another useful infographic. And uh, the, there's one stat that stands out here. So I'll get it up for you now. And for the benefit of the people listening, possessions 59 in their favour to our 41. Shots 12 against 10. Shots on target 3 against 2. Corners 4 against 5. But fouls is the one that sticks out <laughs> to me there. Yeah. That they've done 15 to our 6. I mean, are we a little bit toothless? Or, or would they just kicking the shite out of us and that's how Ishmael's got them set up but that you know before we get to the goal that's that's an improvement there from Sheffield Wednesday's possession sat Stevie right and 10 shots out of 41 percent not the worst is it I'm not doing xg because that can get in the bin but I, I like raw stats such as this you know but you know that, that that's there's a definite improvement there in terms of attacking goal Stevie right yeah 100 percent um and I know we're not doing xg but at the time, it, it, it struck me the number of passes, the way that we played, the the num- on top of what we've seen there, um, we were we were popping the ball, one touch, two touch. We were playing in triangles. We were keeping the ball. We were retaining it. And although they had a, a little bit more possession, we had large phases of the game where we were keeping mm-hmm. the ball and they couldn't get anywhere near us. And I was mm-hmm. standing there thinking, this is absolutely phenomenal. And I think everything <laughs> that you, I, mate, compared to, I was there at West Brom. I was there at Sunderland. We'd seen Southampton absolutely passes off the park. You know, the, the the games where we've seen us literally roll over and, you know, they've, they've tickled our bellies all season. Today, we've uh, Saturday, sorry, we've stood up and, and, and fought a little bit and we've got in people's faces and there were phases of play where we looked like the dominant side. Um, it's hard to say whether that's an improvement on our part or they just aren't very good. You, you know, you can't say that at this stage of the season because we don't know. But I was I was heartened by what we'd seen. The number of sort of shots, whether they be on target or off, the on target shots were comparable. The, you know, the fact that we've gone double figures having attempts at goal, 
is mm. incredible in relative terms. People will, will turn their nose up and say, I'm being stupid. But you, you think about the, the days where we've had three shots on uh, at goal and none on target, which has happened this season. It's, it, it's, a, it's a massively marked improvement. I thought we played very well in the third, in, up until the final third penalty area. And then we kind of ran out of ideas a little bit. But, you know, if that's what we've done on four days of training with Danny Rule, there's a lot to be positive about. Things can only get better. Uh, I saw a, I saw a lot of on online. Now, I tell you what, I'm, I might say something that might surprise you, but I'll let you guys talk about it first. So let, let's t- let's talk about the goal here, Simon. So, a couple of missed tackles, bit of a soft shot on the on the near. But I mean, wh- what did you feel about it? He'd just come on. He'd been on two or three minutes. Steve, was it? He was on two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Aspilia. No relation to Fistinio, apparently. I've looked it up today. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but Colombian. Um, but it, 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 what's what's really stood out for me was he only had one thing in his mind, it, and it was to have a shot at goal. He, he went up and down, to left to right. to Quite, yeah, quite ball greedy, right. wasn't it, in yeah, terms and, of and, it, and, and goal? To, to anybody, he was just trying to find the space to let a shot off. Nobody got a tackle in. And and you can go on to Dawson's per save. We should have really saved it. Really should have saved it. Um he it, it, why did somebody why did nobody just get a foot in and tackle him? And mm-hmm. and that really that that was more of the, what annoyed me mm-hmm. was because prior to that, about 10 minutes before that, we were absolutely battering them. Battering them, battering them. And then we sent to then sit back and let them come at us. We changed the sort of style of play we were playing. And um, we brought Malik Wilkes on. He can get in the bin, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and if he wears those stupid little shin pads, I know Jack Green. Jack Greenish can get away with them because he's a footballer. <laughs> Malik Wilkes, his shins are higher up than those chuffing shin pads. I just know. Get them in the bin, including him. Um, it's old school. It's old school, is Simon. Everybody's got their black boots on. Every time he wants a new pair of boots, he goes Sports Direct, and he's like that. Look at those ones, Dad. Nope. Look at those ones, nope. Dad. Nope. We're going to get you some Sondico Gary Linickers. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit better than that. But With them he's... bony teeth things that went yeah. in, you have the four yeah. things you drop in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can replace them. Word at it. Sock boots? Sock (laughs) boots? What's all that about? (laughs) Luminous yellow? (laughs) He's actually... He he has gone through that, and then all of a sudden he's gone, Dad, I just just want to play in black boots. Black boots now. Black boots. Has it come full circle now? But he has grip socks now. I don't... I'm sure somebody's made that up. I think that's like, you know, like... um, Caffeine shampoo from Germany. <laughs> I think I think they someone are, just it up it, and they've it, gone. Tell you what, these kids want grip socks. Yeah, <laughs> it's the prime version of socks. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's just prime and socks yeah. with rubber stuff yeah. underneath. It's them. the stock version of influencer boxing. Yes. You know I mean? yes. Yeah. A man on the internet said you needed it. So oh, yeah, yeah. That, so everybody, that, yeah. one one lad out of the fifteen who he plays for turned up with grip socks. You go up now and everybody's got grip socks on. 
it's just the weirdest thing ever. Absolute marketeer's <laughs> dream, innit? Yeah, what we're talking about. Anyway, I've forgotten. But yeah, what, I'm recording. <laughs> what we're doing. Anyway, Charlie, <laughs> let, let's talk about this goal. I mean, what about yourself? Yeah. I mean, Simon, Simon there's quite critical of Dawson, and uh, it, it's for Mayweather and Bannon who missed challenges. I mean, what, what did you yeah, think? Yeah, I think, I think we were the victim of tired legs a little bit, and I think that's always going to be yeah. a risk when you're playing. And not that I don't want to see us play high-intensity football, don't get me wrong, but it really does then highlight you missed chances early on um if you're going to be playing like that and and you know and, and and going hell for leather for the first 45 50 60 minutes you're going to be tired by 80 minutes and I do think that that is what it was it was a and it really was a momentary lapse in concentration I think from everyone because like Simon says we, we were all over him like I was I was very cautiously optimistic that 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 we were at least going to take a point if not you know scab a cheeky three points but yeah I, I think uh, far be it for me to criticise Dawson, um, and you, you know I know what a what a hero of the podcast he is, but he definitely <laughs> could have done better. And I think for me, it was it, it, it's one thing them having tired legs; it's another thing him having tired eyes because he, that that goal was telegraphed for like thirty seconds. He was literally like, z- 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 and we were like zombies staggering after him. He was like, "Bing, bing, bing, could bing, have bing, written bing. a telegram. Here is Cameron. I'm about to kick <laughs> on your goal. I hope you're well. I hope you find yeah. it. Get me a raven. <laughs> like he might as well have shouted four before he kicked it because it's very <laughs> obvious what he was going to do with it. And the Dawson was like, "Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, a goalkeeper! I'm a goalkeeper! I'm a goalkeeper! Oh fuck, I miss it." So yeah, that that it was you know it's not exclusively his fault, but he could have done better. But um, yeah, I think that's it. I think it's very much going to be a question of us burying a couple of goals early on if we're going to be playing that kind of high intensity football. Uh, if it, it suited us, um, you could see. You could definitely see the improvement there. You could definitely see that it that it would lead to goals, points. But you know, it, it's typical Wednesday. If 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 we're, you know, we uh, we pay for our errors later on, and I think that's exactly what. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Happened, unfortunately. It's interesting you said typical Wednesday there, because uh, when I did the hello from the other side edition last night, uh, the uh, the Plymouth geezer went, all right, we've got this saying that goes typical Plymouth. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. We, that's ours, that, Jeff. I mean, you know, that's our thing. Who are you, Derby County? You'll be stealing our songs next. <laughs> now, hey, Stevie, before I come to you, can I just shock you? I thought that, yes, he telegraphed it that he was going to shoot, but I thought that he miskicked it and he was going for the other post. And I think Cameron thought he was going to go for the other post. And and he, he spanned it and it slid in the inside of him. And and bear in mind, it's his weak side. I, I understand that. Could he have done? Would he be disappointed watching it? Like probably. But I feel like the ball shouldn't have got through to start with. I don't. I don't think 
Cameron absolutely fluffed his lines. I, he did well to get to the side he did. I mean, what I, I know you probably don't agree because you're always slagging off Cameron Dawson, you lot. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not negative reviewing me on the podcast. <laughs> So go on, I mean, tell us, tell us, tell us how you saw it. Because um, I, mean, I, I, I think Charlie's got says a lot of sense there. I mean, bear in mind we've been going at it three cocks. We've been going at it elf for leather. Uh, I nearly said something else. Then. We've been going at it elf for leather, and um, and then you know, geezer's come on. He's been on a couple of minutes and he's gone absolutely tearing at it. Three cockles to the country file, and we can't keep up, right? Hang on. Hello, is that <coughs> HR, podcast HR? Yeah. Is, that, is that podcast HR? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, right. Breathe. I think Charlie. Everything that Charlie said is basically where I am with it. Um, we, I, I said something in our private chat about how I didn't think necessarily Bannon was to blame for the goal, and Ash disagreed with me. Um, he said, Bannon. Well, that's Bannon shocking information. Let, yeah. let, me, let me call the Daily Echo. Is that the Sheffield Star? Ash, Ash disagreed with Steve. What's that? <laughs> about, Bannon. about Bannon. About <laughs> Bannon as well. We've got, <laughs> we've got a new line here, lad. Uh, it, it felt like it, 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 it did. It felt like a, a really, it felt like a soft goal to concede. It felt really unfortunate, especially after all the hard work. And it was a kick in the knackers. Absolutely, it was. But when you, when you pull at it, could could Fameo have done better? Of course he could. Should Bannon have done better? Maybe. I think I think the, the the Bannon criticism based on what he did in that that I, I actually ran it back 10, 15 seconds to see if I've missed anything else before that. And I don't think I did. Um it just looked like tired bodies chucking themselves in front of balls or or trying to play people inside. If I'm fatigued and I'm the left back, I'm trying to show people inside rather than get beat on the outside. And that seems to be what Fameo's done to an extent um and then bannon's gone in to try and you know what he does he's and he did it two or three times on saturday he's gone in with those last ditch heroic tackles where he'll dive at somebody from six seven feet out and manage to make contact with the ball um it's your under 10s make contact with the ball you crackhead it, it looks great but <laughs> no no how many of them has actually pulled off but but this is it, it, there were there were two three saturday where he's dived in and he's done it but then you know that that one there, he's chucked his body on the line, and the guy's just sent him for a hot dog, hasn't he? Is that yeah, the same? Sent him for a bag of chips. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, that, 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 that's what's happened. And then the, the the kids pulled it. I don't want to be overly critical of Dawson, but I I would wonder: is he going to look back on that and go, "I'm, I'm disappointed"? Is if he's, he he didn't look like he was set right? Um, only only Cameron Dawson knows that. I'm not a goalkeeper. I can't answer that question. I just I was disappointed in him not getting a hand to the ball, if I'm honest with you. I think um, the striker's the, gone for the other way and I think he's ballooned it and ended up... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What we need to do, what you should have done, you should have queued it up so we could talk talk about it. Yeah, that'd have been lovely, that wouldn't it? That'd have been a good idea. But what I do have, that's a lovely <laughs> I have Danny Roll's statements after the game. So what he's gone with, he's gone... I had a feeling. I said to my... I'll not do the voice. I, I've not come up with one for Danny Please yet. don't. 
I've said to my coach, yeah, it'll end up sounding Dutch. Uh, there's something in the air tonight. We could take something today. We did everything on the pitch. We've been nasty against them, and it was very hard to beat us. We had a good opportunity to go in front with the penalty, but the ref took it back. Then maybe the match is different. If you're in front, the opponent has to take more risks, and we can speed up our game if we win the ball and go for counterattacks. At the end, it was a good step forward, but without points, it's always disappointing. We trained hard this week. We saw a lot of good things, and we'll take the good things to the next match and go forward. I'm sure we will play like this. We will take more points in the future. That's a very rousing speech, isn't it? I'm a big fan of that. That's uh, and and to be fair, that's what we've all been saying, Simon. Right? Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. The guy's got a game plan. The guy knows what he's doing. I tell you, one thing we had on Saturday was an identity with which we've not had for eleven games beforehand. So, so like like we were talking about the 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 old system of numbering where we had one to eleven on the back of the shirts, <laughs> and it came in and came out, and you changed your shirt number, and you could pretty much predict where everybody was. We we were it was like position bingo, wasn't it? Up until uh, Thompson came in, and uh, it, it it was the the square pegs in square holes, and and you could see that. And everybody had a everybody had a task to do. I thought Masaba and Windass were superb in the first half, and certainly the t- 10, 15 minutes. People have been slating Windass for missing chances. I, I I don't don't see that really. But the one chance which should have been put away was Hendricks' header. It it, it, it was a it, it just a clear clear should have buried that, which was really annoying. Um, I, um, I thought, just, you, can I can I just come in there, Simon? Just on yeah, the Windass point, Wind Windass will be the answer for us if we're staying up this year. Windass, Windass is the dialogue. answer <clears throat> because and it's a, it's a tangent and. I know I'm not hosting, I'm not the boss, but I've got a point to just to, to sort of bring up, and it's around well, Marvin. Let's go for it, because I am absolutely bereft. I mean, you know, what, what some people realise is that running a podcast about <laughs> a football team, if they're doing really shit, it's really There's hard. not a lot to talk about. <laughs> really hard. It's really hard. Right. It's like having a second job to find something to talk about. We're sat here going, well, I think the under-18s uh, had, had an injury last week and nobody really gives a shit. And I hope he's all right. But you know, It's ever since Charlie's come onto the podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> you should have bought them, um, Charlie. There you go. You should have bought them. I do, I do, I do think Windass is the answer because he's got something different and he's capable of playing up top. And I'm I'm a massive. I know that Blair raves about Michael Smith. I don't get that, but I'm a I'm a huge fan for the qualities that Lee Gregory has, and I think that Gregor's has got something about him. Um, having said that, take both of those guys out, and if you want somebody that's going to be something different as an option, I think he's got the pace, he's got the technique and the ability. If coached and put out on a pitch in the right way, I think. Windass is that player that can be a little bit different for us. And I think when he gets fit and firing, bearing in mind he'd missed four weeks, three, four weeks of playing and then has gone in there and basically given us effectively 90 minutes. I know he got dragged on uh, 88 minutes uh, on, on on Saturday. So he, you know, he's, he's done a full stint. Um, my interesting talking point is the 25th man. And the reason that I mention that is that Johnson's come come back into the fray with a view to potentially being that 25th man. And I just wonder if anybody's got any thoughts on the manager potentially going, look, we, we've got a greater need here than somebody to play out left. And if we can attack that free agent mar- market and potentially get somebody in 
that's not assigned to anybody that can come and be a different option up front? Does he know of somebody at sort of late 20s that might have been holding out for something that we could potentially get in on a short-term deal or even till the end of the season with this new regime, which is another point that's maybe worth just giving five minutes towards? Why have we suddenly gone from not Darren Moore and his regime to now getting the former Germany man assistant manager, a guy that we paid compo for to come and be, who was a manager to come be an assistant manager and Chris Powell. What's happened there? And what, what's the thinking around that? So two points to think about. Is it worth maybe looking at a free agent over Marvin Johnson? And the second point, why the sudden change in strategy? Charlie? I mean, yeah, it's... it's... I mean, you, trying to get inside Chancery's heads, like, you know, how could you possibly and why would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy Someone... to get inside Chancery's head, Charlie. You get, you get five kittens, stick them in a sack and just pork it with your stick. And then open the sack and then go, oh, now I'm inside Chancery's yeah. head. Fucking hell, what's going on here? <laughs> it's just statements and screaming cats is all that he's got in there. <laughs> but, um, for someone that absolutely said... What was you, you describe Pitko's uh, formation as? Just vibes. It, just vibes. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> just crazy vibes. I, I'd have said he had like lots of mushrooms and uh, Stella, to be honest. <laughs> cat Stellas. Cat, Stella cat mushroom stew. Rubbed, cats rubbed in mushrooms, poured Stella over them, and then licked them. So Sorry, just... what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Johnson or A Another, I think it was, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? But, um, you know, for, for somebody that, that absolutely swore blind that he was putting no extra money into this club and, and, and you know, bollocks to you all and, and you want to see how Mr. Burns, I can get out of Mr. Burns, the crap out of this. He has then clearly must have put his hand in his pocket unless he's offering cats as payment there or he's got somebody's, you know, cat locked up under like locking. Like there is there's no way that he hasn't reluctantly done some business there so who knows why that you know would potentially lead um i think if you think about january like any kind of sort of transfer market january for me i worry about that because january sounds very far away like i know it isn't it does, but is, the, like... is the loan market still open that's a salient point i think it is isn't it can we not get a loan where in? are we, where are we now? No. no we can say and this is this is the question the reason that i asked the question is because we could we could register marvin johnson we could register Momo Diaby, for example, um, or we could register Kieran Brennan because uh, he's been in the news today about potentially wanting to get out in January because he's mm. 23. He's too old to be played as a as a, a junior, so he the only way he can play is to be registered. With mm. due respect to Kieran Brennan, and you know he's a Wednesday player. Sorry, um, I don't think he's going to feature anytime soon, if at all. Um, I, I don't believe Momo Diaby is going to be fit enough to play before January, uh, based on little bits I've heard, um, and I'd heard at the time of the the, the injury, um, which leaves Marvin Johnson or somebody that could potentially come in and maybe you know get fit in three four weeks and and, and add to our attacking prowess. So what it's, do you think, Carl? I like Johnson. I do like ah. Marvin Johnson. You know, is it Ben Imagine Titus, him not being a big, sexy man. 
Imagine well, him it's you know, more as having well a face like Des Walker, you know, like a full-on bag of spanners. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? I mean, we've got this. There's a few players that look like a bag of spanners that I still like. I'll not say which ones in case they're listening in, but obviously, you know, you can go quite far with your face like a bag of spanners. That's all right. But, so I've been doing this show for 13 years. <laughs> I, <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> Your, fa- your face has been melted down 15 times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should have seen me when this show was just in audio. You know what I mean? I, I look like a firing man with swords. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the, it's the story for me hooks me in. I can't help it. It's that it's that little lingering bit of nostalgia for last season, but also like mm-hmm. the... The fact that he'd been shunned and he was training on his own with like sad, like incredible Hulk music playing in the background. You know the song. In, I, mean, in, I can't think what it is. In, in Abu Dhabi, like, it's not as like he was like, on the beat. <laughs> hearing yeah, yeah. the glass, all the lads all having a good time, and, and then it started raining, and like he'd not got a jacket, and then yeah. a car in drove the past in a puddle and <laughs> over him, and he was like, oh. and he so, so, like poor, just, poor old Marvin in <laughs> Abu <laughs> in Dubai. <laughs> Like that Dan Aykroyd in trading places. In a Santa Christmas party. What about you today? I mean, you know, Charlie's in uh, Charlie's oh. in team team John or what about yourself? I'd uh, bring him in. Um what have we got? Options on the left-hand side. I think we need to bring in a, a, a left left footer on the left-hand side to give us that attacking prowess. Um, I would be looking at getting Kadamatri training in the first team if he isn't already. Let's let's have a look at the younger lads who we can play without having to register them. Um, they can't be anything worse than what we've already had. I agree with Steve. Smith is not an option for this league. Rotherham got rid of him. Now, Rotherham palmed him onto us because they knew for a fact that he, he wasn't going to score a lot of goals in the championship. And he's not. I, I like the bloke, don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's it's it, it, he, he is somebody... I, I, I agree with about Gregory. I think Gregory's got something. He, he, oh, God, I wish he was 10 years younger. You know, but I then think, again, he, he wouldn't be playing for Wednesday if he was 10 years younger. Um, I think you're forgetting something, lads. I think you're forgetting something. I'd send Ashley Fletcher back to where he's come from. That free right. another spot up. Get John in, and then get somebody else into. You know what I mean? Uh, you forget. I've, I forgot we loaned Ashley Fletcher until somebody bought the new footy manager and went. I've paid thirty five quid to do this, and then yeah, sent him like that. he cancelled the loan. That. And I was like, that. "We've loaned him. That's amazing news. Yeah. Get it. Get him would, on the blower now." That would be somebody a free agent, though, wouldn't it? If we we sent him back, and can we send him back? I I I'd, I'd want to know if we were able to do that. Because if we're able to do, do it. We managed to do it with Lewis Wing, didn't we? We managed to go, look, this loan's not working out. He's not getting the football that, that he thinks he should be getting. Was that, not, was that, that was anything. the holding was that, club that Borough, wasn't it? They, well, they pulled they, him back because we weren't playing him. Back. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's not play Ashley Fletcher anymore and let them pull him back and send him down a fucking Rochdale or somewhere. Everybody wins. Yeah, Watford. Oh, yeah, let's have him back because he's really rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I think Derby County will snap your hand off for him the way they're going. You know, send him off, get John O'Bike. But we we, do, we are quite flush on the left-hand side. All right, you know, the the quality might not be there as much as you'd like it to be um, in terms of Femewo and Johnson and J- James and, and, and even Palmer to an extent and all, and all the rest of it. But, you know, he did, he did, he was one of our better players last season. And, and if, 
and given the shite that we've signed, I'd, I'd like to see him back in and in and around the nonsense and free and from behind the shop window that we've stuck him in, singing how much is that puppy in the window <laughs> waiting to get in, going, excuse me, can I come inside now, Mr. Mister Hall? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine it. So, yeah, I, I'd take, I, I'd send him back, send, send him back, get Johnson in and then free up a another, because I, I assume you guys spoke about it while I was away. But I think Rule's got a um, got a. He applied for this job back in the summer, and I wish we gave it to him. Uh, reason being is now he's been given, you know, a squad whose morale's on its ass, a load of signings that he didn't make, want or need, and now he's got to try and pick up the piece in order to make a name for himself in English football in the top job. And I'm and I, and I feel for him because it's a big old job that he's got and we'll get behind him you know there was a there was a buzz there was a vibe on Saturday and and I can't wait to see it against Rotherham on, on a local derby and there'll be a point where he'll go shit look at this this is mental however let's get one thing out the way first we've got all that shitty way to go down to Plymouth Stevie how do you think that's gonna go um I think off, great, off great question of- Stevie by the way <laughs> Yeah, cheers. Big, big fan you're of, bringing content. Off the back of um, the weekend, and, and a lot of people are sort of saying we wanted seven points out of nine before Watford, and now we need four points out of whatever, um, out of six. I can't believe I've just said whatever, and I'm a teacher, nice. by the way. Nice. <laughs> um, I I'm not. I'm not yet there with a. It's a must-win game. I think the the performances at this stage are equally important. If that makes sense. Obviously, we want to win the game, get something out of it. Um, I think progression at this point is the priority in terms of how we play and how we set up against teams that have done well or are doing well. And I know that Plymouth are 21st at the moment, so they're down there, but they've won. I think. They won three and lost three at home or something like that. So that it, it's they gave on, me sorry. some stats yesterday. They gave me some stats. So at home, they're brilliant. They're really yeah. good. They haven't yeah. won away in a three o'clock Saturday game uh, in a year, in over a year. Three o'clock on a Saturday, they just can't win away. However, at home, they're really good. So guess yeah. where we're going on Wednesday. <laughs> Away on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, I, I genuinely, and I know we're. we're I, I'm not sure if you're thinking, if, if you're asking me for a, a, a prediction. I think yeah, we can get something out of the game. I do. I think. I'm not saying we're going to go get two, three goals and put them to the sword, but I think another dogged, determined, um, battling performance like we saw on Saturday, and I think we'll see progression. I do. Um, I'm not sure if we'll see the same lineup. That's. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what he does in terms of the personnel. I would imagine, I'm hoping, that he's going to put Bernard back in at the back, although Diaby wasn't necessarily that offensive. Um, you can lift it. Go on. Yeah, my man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's gone. I've still, got D, I've still got Dijon's flag up there, but I'm, I'm Team Germany right now. So... What about what about you, Simon? What are you saying? I, I um I think we're gonna go down there and like Steve. I agree with Steve. I think he will he he obviously didn't see Dijon because Dijon was playing anyway, wasn't he? So he probably if he, he probably didn't even see him or towards the end of the week in regards to what he can do. 
Um, Vasquez had been ill, so he'll probably see how Vasquez plays. Um, he's got a few more days in. Obviously, Powell's come in. He came in towards the end of the week. The guy from the Netherlands came in towards the end of the week. I think they'll have a more of a, a, an idea of the team they've got. I think with the players he's got, looking at his history from when he was at uh, Leipzig, you know, they took on a team that was struggling and turned them into a team that ended up playing in the Champions League. I'm not saying we're going to end up playing in the Champions League, but what I'm saying here, he'll take a, a, a sort of... Uh, I think he's got the way ability to make a silk purse out of the South's ear, and I think that, that there are people in that team who are far better than what we've seen this season. The signings, Valentin, Masaba. I think there are players in there that he'll be able to, his team will be able to take on and produce a, a winning team. What we've got to do is we've got to beat Plymouth because if you look at the league, if we beat them, if we beat them and Rotherham, six points, that puts us on nine points. Obviously, we've got to look at QPR as well, how they're going to play. But then we're starting to knock on the door of getting out of the bottom three. You know, and 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 I had the look of actually meeting our manager last night when I went out for a bite to eat, and his words were, "We need points." That's what he said to oh me. Oh my we god, what did you say to him, and were you pissed up? I wasn't pissed up. I was driving. <laughs> we were in Miller and Carter in town, and I was waiting. We'd eaten, and I was just waiting for Joanne, and he walked in uh, with the other two guys, the the, the Dutch guy and 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 the German guy, and. I just looked across and he walked in. He saw me. I smiled and he went, hi, how are you doing? And I went, hello. Have you settled in? I was like that very middle class. Oh, hello. Oh hello. Have you settled into this beautiful town? Yeah, I, I, I brought you a pie. Yeah. And he walked over. And all I remember thinking was, he's got ripped jeans on. <laughs> and, and then Joanne I came from the, the toilet and, and I went, and she's like, Joanne said, she walked up and he went, oh God, who's he talking to? And, uh, <laughs> And I says, oh, Joe, this is our new manager at Sheffield Wednesday. And she went, oh, hello. <laughs> Shook his hand and went, my son was talking about the other day. And he actually went, oh, what did you say? <laughs> well, he was looking at the photographs and all the players looked like they were smiling and they haven't looked like they've smiled in months. And he's oh. going to do really well because he's, he's making our players happy again. And he's, he's smile on his face. And then when we left, Joe went, God, he's really thin. <laughs> He's really thin, and he? he looks great in that sweater. I was eyeing up that sweater, that, and somebody else wrote on a picture of him and said, "Where do I get that jumper from?" They sent him one. He bought it, and I was like, "I could buy that, but I'm not thin enough for a jumper. I can't pull that off. Bear I can't mind, pull that off." Bear in mind, Joanne's other half is 53 and slightly overweight. So it's... we'll get you one. We'll get you one, Charlie. <laughs> what about what about Plymouth? How are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am optimistic. I mean, I think like, you know, it's not very often I watch a match where we lose 1-0 and I still come away with positives and, and things to say. And I think, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, even more so now that we've just heard that lovely little story about him. You know, I, I, I like her. I think he, he's what my mum would say. He's not backwards in coming forwards. Like he's he says what he means and he's he's not just trying to fluff stuff. And I can imagine. Well, he's that German. That's what they he's, do. Exactly. Yes, like they're do. just, you know, he's, he's to the point. And I think you know, it's a it's a dangerous thing to say as a Wednesday night that things can't get any worse. But really, he has come into what was literally the worst. Like, it, you know, record if you're going to lose worst. every game, record-breaking worst. Things can only improve. And, you know, even in a game that we didn't win, even in a game that we lost, the fact that you can see that progress, progress leads to points for me. And I think, yeah, he knows what he needs to do. And if anyone's going to do it, I think it's going to be him. So, yeah, I think we could get something out of it. 
Jesus. Why not? So we're, we're all looking at draw. Go on, Stevie. Um, I just wanted to sort of loop back to something that Sai said about it being must win. And I think that's the the, the mentality um, that we've we've got to be mindful of. <clears throat> Excuse me at the moment. Um, because people are looking at the gaps and I understand that and we all do it and it's the right thing to do. And I just wanted to, to sort of raise a, a, a post that was put on by Pete Roman um, the, today. Um, and he went, he went at it. He's, he's done a deep dive in um, people with finishing positions where they are at 24th, this number of points after um, 12 games, goals scored, etc. cetera. Um, and we, we will have seen it. Anybody that, watches our social or is is on the Sheffield Wednesday socials at the minute will be aware of the fact that it's the worst season or the worst start to a season ever. Um, he's put a lengthy uh, post out that I replied to. I'm just going to read out his last uh, post on that thread. Lower mid-table form from here on in and Wednesday could be saved, defying the longest of odds yet again and setting yet another record that would be positive this uh, this time. The table after 12 games isn't destiny after all. And then he's posted an image and put here's hoping. So what he's basically saying is if we achieve mid-table form over the, the duration of the season, it's still doable. Um, I then said, half joking, it's doable then. Um, and his reply to that was, I'd say so. Not batshit crazy, um, impossible either in his opinion. He's then put that, and this is the reason I'm, I'm, I'm raising this, another 50 points would basically see us safe, we, we think. Um, and that would be 14 wins, 8 draws and 12 defeats in our remaining fixtures. He said four of our six home games so far have been against the current top six. We're yet to play anybody in the bottom four. So if we look at that, we're talking about this weekend being must win. And, you know where we are in the league at the moment. I think the, the 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 best thing that we can do as a fan base to maintain our sanity, if you like, is stop looking at what other teams are doing and just worry about us a little bit. Um, we will win or lose. You know, We'll win, lose or draw on Wednesday. We'll win, lose or draw over the next two games. Whatever happens, our fight now is our own fight and we need to stop looking at Rotherham. We need to stop looking at Plymouth, QPR, Watford. We just need to worry about us and see where we are with 10 games to go. And I know that the, the age-old tradition going back to um, predecessors on this podcast, you don't look at the league before November, December time. Um, it's now getting to November, December time. I think we need to give that maybe a little bit of a stay of execution to start looking at maybe February, March, and then worry about where we are then. Um, it's going to go one or two ways. If we lose week in, week out, we, we're done by Christmas. We'll know that. But if we're in with a fighting chance because we pulled off a point here and we've got a win there and so on and so forth, and we're plugging away at our target of getting so many points, forget about everybody else. Let's just worry about us. I understand what you're saying. I know I understand what you're saying, Steve, but I also think from a fan's point of view, we're, we're quite pragmatic in regards to that. I understand that. It's that fan base as a whole... And if we're mixing it amongst just at the moment, we're propping everybody up. But if we start mixing it amongst those that are sat around third from bottom, it gives fan base hope, doesn't it? It gives people hope. It gives that it gives that fact that those people like my son who have gone through more bad times than good times, that that and we had we've had two years of great, great times really, even though, you know, the season before last we messed up in the playoffs. To, to to then sort of then say right we're amongst the Plymouths and the Stokes amongst those 
yeah, concentrate on our winning, but also as well, there's that impetus that, hang on a minute, we're not now propping that league up, that we're amongst them and, and there's every chance for us to stay up. I think that is a huge thing in regards to the fan base. Um, yeah, it is. It is. Motivation. But, but what I'm saying is, and I agree with you, but what I'm saying is, Let's let's get this must-win mentality out of our heads at the moment because whilst we want to win, as long as if we win 15 on the bounce, it won't happen. If we won 15 on the bounce from January onwards and we stay up, fine. Do you know what I mean? We've 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 got to we've got to we've got to see the end game. We've got to see the end goal. We'll get there or we won't. Um, but I don't want to start catastrophizing this weekend if we don't get. Four points or it's six points. Derby, Steve. Are you telling us to temper our expectations? No. On, on what we call Toy Town, which is a shit nickname for anybody. I mean, bear in mind, you know, three of us are from there. <laughs> <laughs> which three? Uh, well, Sheffield Abbey. Uh, I live there. I'm not from there. All right. Yeah, I, I, I live there. I'm not from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. That'd be I, you I'd then, Dan. Other way around. I'm from there. All right. Listen, uh, I, I just want to say thanks a lot to you guys tonight. Really appreciate it. I'd like to say a big shout out to the Sheffield Wednesday ladies team who are uh, romping the top of the league as well. Fair play, girls. Uh, top, top banana. And listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on a, on a bit of a somber note. Uh, about, well, 13 years ago, I got, a, I got a phone call from a pretend lord on the internet who, uh, who said, do I want to come and join a podcast? And... Um, and I was on, and I was on this podcast with a pretend lord, uh, a fireman, and a bloke who used to dress up as uh, Maverick from, um, from from Top Gun and go on Omegle and chat roulette and uh, wind people up on there. And one of those guys, the fireman, um, I spoke to him every week doing the show, and uh, and I wanted to, and I wanted to say this when Holly wasn't on because she'll get annoyed at me for uh, for for stitching her up, and uh, I'll, I'll probably upset her a little bit, but. Um, but Steve Beastie, who used to uh, used to be on this show, God, a number of years ago, who I only got to meet in the in the flesh around 2016 after doing this show for about six years, uh, had become one of my you know one of my good friends, and and I, I get to see him, and I and I was fortunate enough to be around him um, when uh, when Sheffield Wednesday won at, at Wembley back in May. Um, he's now ill. He's now not very well. He was diagnosed with throat cancer, and after being a fireman, you can um, you can imagine. How that how that's come about? He's um, he now looks like he's going to be terminal, and I hope he's not in too much pain. And I wanted to um, and I wanted to just you know wish him as as well as I could, and and send my love to um, to him and uh, him and Holly, and um, and that's that's all I really wanted to say. I'm just thinking about you, pal, and I uh, and I hope you're all right. But in the meantime, let's hope that we uh, that we get some points on the board this week, Stevie. My big love to you, and see you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
it's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.